Hello and welcome to a very special travel edition of the Nerd Out Loud podcast. This is episode 94 and we are coming at you from the road. A very special edition of the Nerd Out Loud podcast coming to you from the capital of Party Town. (laughs) New Orleans. Washington, D.C., was not in the cards. Oh, I think I already mentioned it, but this is the Nerd Out Loud podcast. It's Wednesday. Actually, it's Thursday at this point. This show is going to post late, but we talk about the things that we nerd out about and you nerd out about and everybody nerds out about, and this week it's going to be our wonderful, exciting vacation that we've had. I am Jeremy. I am joined by my wonderful, illustrious... Hello. Oh, I was hoping that you would just know that when I pointed to you, you were supposed to say some words that describe yourself. Oh. Where are you at right now? Tired. Glowing? Tired. Alive? Alive. (laughs) Stressed out. Okay. Cool. So yeah, we we went to New Orleans. We did. We're there right now. Yeah. We are in New Orleans. Is that a spoiler? Right now. Spoiler alert. And we're... Super nerdy, recording a podcast in our hotel room yeah. instead of out. <laughs> yes. We have a very exciting show for you tonight. We want to talk a little bit about our, oh, a lot bit actually probably, about our trip to New Orleans, how we got here, uh, what what we've learned, what kind of adventures we've had. <laughs> we have an update on the green grasshoppers. We have some space news. New Orleans-centric space news, even. We have some Am I a Jerk? And a very exciting announcement at the end of the show. So, Christina, let's just jump right into it. Okay, let's do this. I'm ready. Okay, all right, okay. Uh, Let's talk about the grasshoppers. Okay. First of all, we have a little song to play for you guys. Take me out to the grass. Take me out to the field. Buy me some peanuts. Buy me some apples. Some cracker jacks. If I don't care if I ever come back. It's it's so it's root 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 root. If they don't win, then it's a bummer. One, two, three, then you're out of the beat of the ball game. And that was just about the greatest thing ever. Yeah. <laughs> that is um, going to be our new theme song. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. We only have two more weeks of the Green Grasshoppers. I know. So only two more updates, so only two more chances to hear that song. <laughs> but, you know, it's... Um... It's good. Uh, th- no, none of us taught her that. It just like came out of nowhere. She started singing. Teacher Bob. It. Teacher Bob. Yes. And what <laughs> I said is, wouldn't it be great if Teacher Bob, that's a, the music teacher at her preschool, yeah. which we thought was maybe an imaginary friend, but yeah. we know that it is a person, if he actually taught her that way. Like yeah. those are the words that he actually <laughs> taught her. Yeah. Well, we went to, so it was like teacher appreciation week or something, and we were getting some uh like coffee cards for the teachers and uh for like teacher appreciation week or whatever mm-hmm. and she kept on saying that we needed to get one for teacher bob and every time i have dropped off and picked up my daughter from school 
uh, there has never been, there has never been any male teachers. Male teachers. <laughs> it's only been women, and so I'm like, I am not even sure that this teacher Bob person exists. Let's just buy him one. And so we'll just buy him one, yeah, and we take it. And sure enough, there's a teacher, Bob. And apparently he was very excited. He's like a music teacher, so he's not in the classroom. He, like, floats around to the different classrooms. And I guess he was very excited because he said that, like... No one ever gets him anything. Yeah, maybe people don't get him things a lot. So... So anyway, thank you, Teacher, so teacher Bob, Bob, for that yeah, gem. Teacher Bob taught that it. was worth a $5 gift card. <laughs> yes, yes. So let's talk about the grasshoppers. Uh, grasshoppers being my four-year-old daughter's t-ball team that Christy and myself are the coaches of. So here we are. What is this? Well, this is week four? Yes. This is week four. This is week four of the game. And we found out this week that we have a celebrity parent on the team yes (laughs) so one of the one of the dads of the kid one of the kids in our in on the team his dad is a captain from one of the boats on deadliest catch Mm -hmm. (laughs) and i think i i don't know i feel like it had there it had to be intentional somewhat like i don't know if maybe he was annoyed like irritated because nobody had recognized him yet or something but like you know, I mean, he's great. He's been around. He's actually super helpful. He's one of my favorite yeah. like parents on the team. He's been there to every game. He's helped. He actually like helps. Yeah. Yeah. But he, he, he I don't. I think he was irritated, maybe that nobody <laughs> recognized him or something, because he showed up this time with a shirt on that had the name of the boat on it, and, and then hat. on the back it said "crew" in big letters, and a hat. Yeah. From the same. Yeah. And luckily, my um. Luckily, uh, Naomi Holmes was in attendance uh, yet again and was uh, not as uncomfortable as I am about approaching strangers and and just right outright out asked, asked him. him. Yeah. Yeah. And he is. So that was exciting. Yeah. So we played this team and they were warming up and they were doing jumping jacks and burpees and running laps. Oh, and yeah. running lines, and I thought we were in for it. Yeah, like full-blown. All the dads on that team looked like they probably played college sports all the way up to college baseball. Yeah. They all were definitely, like, very handsome dads. They were all very attractive men. <laughs> yeah. It was incredibly intimidating. <laughs> and, <laughs> and um, but I was glad that they have the exact same issues as us, meaning... Mm-hmm. Their kids don't know which which order basis to go to. Yeah. And they also have a really bad case of battle ball. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Battle ball being <laughs> when you're on offense and so your team is in the outfield and the ball is hit and all of the kids just pile on each other as if it's a fumble in the NFL and they're trying to recover it. And then the parents off. have to go over and peel them off one by one. <laughs> and inevitably, at some point, one of the kids stands up, and instead of throwing it to the base like they're supposed to, they just hold it up in the air like and a trophy. They got, they got it's it. It's mine. It's mine. Jeremy, I have a question about baseball. When you're in the outfield, it's called offense or defense? Defense. I meant defense. Oh, okay. Yeah. I just didn't know. I'm not. I'm not trying to correct generally, you. I really didn't know. Yeah. No, generally, I think offense is like when you're on the scoring. Right side of things so um let's talk about our trip so as 
we mentioned at the top of the show, we're in New Orleans, <laughs> which um, originally our plan was to go to Washington, D.C. That was kind of the intent mm-hmm. of uh, Will the Pilot, who gifted us grace graciously mm-hmm. <laughs> with these um, airplane tickets, is that we're going to go to Washington, D.C. because there was some space stuff there that I wanted to see, and um, he wanted us to be able to go. But um, part of the thing is that we're like flying standby or there's like some restrictions around flying and the plane ended up being full to washington dc like you your dad works for Mm -hmm. an airline yeah the same one yeah and you grew up flying this exact same way yes and so you're very like experienced about it i have no idea what's happening i never even fly places until i met you like i pretty much never flied anywhere i just drove everywhere uh and so it's like all kind of a new experience for me. Mm-hmm. But uh, the plane started to fill up and you were just like, no, it's not happening. And basically you said, like, how did you decide to go to New Orleans? I looked was up it the only place that we could go or I looked up every place that the airline flies. Mm-hmm. And that was and New Orleans was the only city that looked good for our time frame. I see. So here we are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's exciting. I mean, I've been to like all of the states except for four of them. So I'm missing Alaska, Texas, Louisiana, and Hawaii. Hawaii. And now I get to knock uh, one of those off. So yeah. I've only got three left. Only got three states left yes. to visit. So we'll have to uh, have to get working on that. But I wanted to say thank you to our, our friend Will that... Uh, set us up with these things. One of the things that I really appreciate about Will is that everybody, if you're if you're traveling somewhere, regardless of whether he's been involved in it or there's tickets or whatever, but if somebody's on a plane, like in our group, in his just realm of people that he knows, he like takes responsibility for them. Like he checked in with us when mm-hmm. we were flying and like c- called the pilot of the plane or called the flight crew and just mm-hmm. let them know that we are on the plane and like texted us a picture of the weather patterns over the flight area. So that was, that was kind of awesome. Yes. I appreciated that. Thank you. So I, we got to new Orleans, we got here and I was already, I was apprehensive about coming to new Orleans already just because, um, I mean, I was excited to be traveling because it's fun and, and whatever, but, uh, I was a little apprehensive about it just because like I feel when I think of New Orleans, I think of like partying and drinking mm-hmm. and I don't really drink as we've talked about on the show mm-hmm. I have a bit of a history with alcohol and uh, an allergy, let's call it. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, it just, you know, I, I and so I, I was like, is there going to be anything for me to do here? That's not that's not like just partying or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, and that was. I would suppose that worry was magnified a little bit when we pulled up to our hotel and it is literally on Bourbon Street. <laughs> like it is literally on on like the the I don't know, the thoroughfare of Partyville. Yes. <laughs> like on Well, and I didn't know because the address is listed as the cross street. So I had no idea when we pulled up, I was like, oh shit. <laughs> Because I, for one, hate Bourbon Street. There's three places in the world that I've been that I cannot stand. And that's Bourbon Street, Vegas, and Times Square. Those three places. And to 
make it so that, and even the shuttle driver kept joking and saying, well, these guys aren't going to get any sleep. So I got real excited about that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it hasn't been that bad. It's been really fun. Yeah. It's been a positive experience so far. Even without drinking, it hasn't been weird. Yeah. No, it's been totally fine. I mean, I, I honestly, I feel like if anything, it's been a really nice reminder to me <laughs> that that's not something that I need to be part of my life at this yes. current point in time. Like, I'm totally fine. I'm totally fine. Um, You know, I haven't gotten any uh, bodily fluids well, of my own, probably some other people's random bodily <laughs> fluids. It's questionable out there mm-hmm. <laughs> some hours of the day. But, you know, I haven't thrown up on myself. I haven't uh, tripped and fallen. My pants have stayed on most mm-hmm. of the time while outside. So, you know, these are all these are all good things. <laughs> yeah, with the bed. What's been your favorite part? Adventure so far. I don't know. I uh, I have enjoyed a lot of different things. We have... Like, we've tried a bunch of food, which, by the way, the whole food situation, <laughs> I, I, uh, I mean, usually when I travel, I'm not used to vacations like this. Uh, I guess real vacations. The vacations that I usually take were I would, like, get in a car on the weekend with my buddies, and we would see how far away we could drive before we had to be back for school on Monday or back for work or whatever. And so it was a lot of, like, all-night road trips and gas station coffee and stuff like that. Even when we went on the big road trip where we drove across the country, we were like dumpster diving or eating out of like drinking leftovers that people would leave at the mall food court and stuff like that. And so, uh, the like getting fancy food or like eating at restaurants that weren't Taco Bell (laughs) was, uh, is kind of a new concept to me, but the food here is insane. And people like, People literally have like asked us to post pictures on thing. And so uh, on my, so after walking down the street and ignoring people, which makes me feel very uncomfortable, (laughs) ignoring people that are trying to talk to me, uh, we go into restaurants and I get to do something else that makes me feel totally uncomfortable. Cause I like, I want to remember what I ate and I want to like show it to people and I want to share this experience and all this stuff. And so we, we get our food and I like, we were like taking pictures of our food and I feel like I, I feel like a sense of shame about it. Like I, I pull my phone out and I want to like hide <laughs> that I'm pulling my phone out and yeah. like secretly go up. And if somebody like if the guy that works the restaurant or whatever, like comes out, I feel this need to hide my, hide my food so <laughs> or hide my camera so they can't see that I'm doing yeah. it. But you know, I, I don't know. Phyllis, Phyllis Fletcher, my, uh, my, I don't know the Woman word. Woman Crush Wednesday. I, pro- I respect her very much professionally. Oh, like okay. I want to just follow her around. Like if there was a oh, now it's sounding creepy. Take, yeah, I want to follow, just want her, follow around. her around and like watch if there her. Was like a take your like a job shadow. There we job go. Job shadow. Okay. I was trying to think of a non creepy way to say that. I was going to say if there's okay. like a take your son to work day, but like not for your son. <laughs> But job shadow is actually probably exactly (laughs) what I was looking for and probably would have been much much more appropriate. But Phyllis Fletcher, she's a reporter and you had her on your other podcast. Mm -hmm. She's sometimes a fill-in host for the TBTL. TBTL. She asked you. She like specifically said, you guys have to post pictures. And so I I like, Mm -hmm. I told Christy, I'm like, if this is what I have to do to get um, (laughs) Phyllis Fletcher to engage with me on social media, then... 
it's gonna this is gonna become a very expensive situation if I'm spending a lot of time flying to New Orleans. But it's been delicious. The food has been amazing. I've had uh lots of weird food, alligator, uh frog legs, rabbit, all sorts of alligator, seafood situations. You say alligator? Soft, 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 soft shell crab today. And it's been pork belly. It's been amazing. Yeah. Probably uh I don't I don't want to I I, I I'm having a hard time with my words apparently. Uh I I I'm running the risk of completely going off the rails here because like one of the I've been really struggling with um I'm I love watching people and watching interactions and stuff like that and there's definitely been some crazy opportunities for it but um I I'm like seeing some of the stuff that I've seen over the last few days is uh, I'm 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 starting to see some of that like just that general hatred and kind of malaise that you have for humanity in general most of the time. Me? Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm starting to like see some of that creep up in me and like I don't want to be a negative Nancy or you know I don't want to be a Christie as some say and so <laughs> like I <laughs> I want to be careful how much I let myself go there, but okay. I, I do I I uh, do you remember when we so we went to all the the city here is like built it's under it's below sea level or it's mm -hmm. like on marsh or yep. New Orleans is below sea level and so they can't bury people in the ground because if they bury them in the ground the bodies literally like float to the surface basically <laughs> and like come up out of the ground the caskets and stuff do and so um they all of the cemeteries around here are built like above ground there's these big mausoleums. like above ground tomb mausoleum mm -hmm. things that they put the bodies in and um, people go to these things as like tourist attractions because they're crazy old. I mean, hundreds of years old and mm -hmm. like they movies are filmed at them and very like stereotypical, whatever. But we we're going to one and the day prior. So we were going to check out this one and the day prior we had been caught in this crazy thunderstorm. Mm -hmm. And well, because the. The um, weather app we've been using said yeah, light, light rain. Light rain. So light we rain. walked a mile home from, and we thought, oh, we can do this. It's not the same as Seattle. No. That was, we were soaked within less than 30 seconds. Yeah. Head to toe. So we're already done. So it didn't, it didn't matter. You, you have to just keep going because yeah. no cab's going to pick us up now. Yeah. Literally, we were just completely soaked as if. You've been standing in the shower, like mm -hmm. soaked from yeah. head to toe. So, my, and I was wearing my shoes and I didn't have, so I, I was wearing flip flops that day and we're going to the, we're going to the, uh, to the cemetery. Mm -hmm. And I had a thought as I'm leaving, I'm like, man, this is, it seems really inappropriate and weird to wear flip flops to a cemetery. Like even though it's 500 degrees outside <laughs> and the jungles of Vietnam, uh, it still seemed weird. And I, but I literally didn't have another pair of shoes. Like I didn't mm -hmm. have a choice. And so uh, I wore, I was concerned about wearing the flip flops there. And then once we got there, uh, that was immediately alleviated as I walked, we walked up to the cemetery. It's like this hundred year old cemetery or whatever. And there's literally like a concession stand yeah. <laughs> outside of the cemetery. Then we go inside of the cemetery and there's people just like walking their dog. There's a couple like walking their dog around drinking sodas 
wearing flip-flops, just like letting their dog piss on people's Talking graves, on their cell phones loudly. Talking on their cell phones. It was so weird. <laughs> like it just, I don't, I, I don't know. I don't know if this, if that's just the natural, if that's just the natural thing that happens when you live in a tourist city. Yeah. It, are tourists just so... I mean, I I don't even know how to explain it. I don't know. I think maybe maybe people just get in like vacation mode, and that's what I'd like to think. I'd like to think that it's vacation mode where people are like, I'm on vacation, so I'm allowed to be a little selfish, and they kind of like maybe stop thinking about how their actions might affect other people or how their actions might make other people feel or, oh, the way that I treat the things that I do have an effect on the people around me, on the world around me. Maybe I should put some thought into this and have a little bit of self-awareness. It just – maybe it leaves because they're on vacation. I, I, I hope, don't know. I hope I, that's it. I don't know. I mean like one of the tours here that really drives me insane is they have a Hurricane Katrina tour where you actually get on a tour bus and drive around to the neighborhoods that were destroyed. And that's just very gross to me. Why is that gross? Because you're driving around in a tour bus looking at people's houses and saying, oh, look, it, that house is terrible while like neighbors live there. And that was actually people that died and their homes were missing and taken away from them or yeah. they can't afford to fix them. And there's tour buses filled with tourists looking in and taking pictures. That's yeah. just so gross to me. Yeah, I mean, I can see, like, I would be lying if I didn't say that there was interest. I I wouldn't, I would never, go, like, go on a tour because that yeah. seems, like, weird. But, I mean, we drove around a bit today when we had the rental car and we saw stuff and I was looking around at, we saw houses that had been marked in, like, the search yeah. and rescue. After they cleared a house during, when they were doing search and rescue, they put this big they would put like an x on the house and they had all these codes for mm -hmm. if there's bodies in there or how many people they found or whatever like and that was that was super interesting to me so mm -hmm. i i mean i, I guess i i i did <laughs> i did what you hated there's like, a difference but because when we were just dry, we were just looking at all different neighborhoods yeah. we didn't stop in front of one and take pictures of it yeah i mean i think think there's probably a middle <laughs> a middle ground there somewhere where like you can have like kind of a reverence or a respect for it yeah and it's okay to be interesting without it being a circus or something yes i don't know but <laughs> so christy yes you uh you wanted to um pro prostate yourself prostrate prostrate <laughs> you wanted to prostrate yourself well, no you want prostate <laughs> seems fitting because there's a urology yeah, there <laughs> national urology yeah, there um, convention in town <laughs> which one night we go to cafe dumont every night um for beignets late night beignets and we heard uh urologists exchanging stories Yeah, we were surrounded by there was ta three different tables of people i'm like Especially when people are talking loud, we're super loud. Generally, when people have yeah. had a few drinks, they start talking loud. So there's lots of loud talking. There's like three tables around us. Somehow we're surrounded by people telling stories about penises, about uh, swollen testicles, about cancerous, uh, about tumors. Yes, being 
w- having to buy bigger underwear because uh, mm-hmm. tumors expanding. I was mm-hmm. like, how how is this happening? Yes. And you like joked, maybe there's a urologist yeah. conference or whatever. And, and we walked by the convention center today. And there's, and there's a all big these banners. banners. Yeah. <laughs> welcome, welcome, like National Society of Urologists. <laughs> My favorite part was just before we recorded this, we're out walking on Bourbon Street and some there was a group of people walking and this lady like ran out into the middle of the intersection and had her friends take a take a picture of her and the guy goes oh this guy goes oh you look like such a nerd you look like such a geek or whatever making fun of this lady for posing on bourbon street and it was one of the people i mean she was in his group or whatever but this guy's wearing like 11 o'clock at night on bourbon street in new orleans he's wearing like uh slacks or jeans or something and a, a a polo shirt tucked in, like a national urologist convention <laughs> polo shirt tucked in. Like, you don't get <laughs> to yeah. call people. You don't get to call people nerds, right. buddy. But okay, so I'm okay, going to prostate yes, myself. Prostate? I don't know. You want? You have? You have a uh, submission to yes. This. Am, Am I, I a jerk? Yes, I'm a jerk. Everybody's jerking around. Yeah. Am I a jerk? Well, you be the judge. Jeremy's never seen the movie The Jerk. Yeah. All right. Everybody Today, I throw myself on the mercy of the court. Um, this has to do with the grasshoppers. Last week, actually two games ago, E decided on the last inning that she did not want to go into the outfield. So she sat in the dugout. And... That was fine because all the kids were kind of quitting because we played three innings. Well, this week, after the first inning, she did not want to go out into the outfield. And so I had a little talk to her Mm -hmm. and I told her that her team needs her. And then she said she didn't want to go. And then I told her if she doesn't go play in the outfield if she doesn't well we call it catching and throwing they don't know any of the other technical terms if she doesn't go do catching and throwing then she well, also to be fair I, i'm not sure that they know what catching and throwing is right, either right. <laughs> if you've seen them play yeah. they um i told her that if she doesn't go out and do catching and throwing with her team then she isn't allowed to bat either mm. mm-hmm. am i a jerk are you a jerk? Well, first of all, uh, yes, you're a jerk because uh, it's not your job to parent my daughter when I'm there. Okay. I'm the chief, though. <laughs> so, uh, oh, okay. So you're not stepping in in like a parental role. Right. I would have said you're that to any in, of the kids. You're stepping in in like a in like a coaching way. Yes. Well, then absolutely not. You're No, you're not a jerk. But if I was doing it as a parent, then I would be. No, no, I was just saying. That. No, you are. You are part of my daughter's life, so you are more than welcome to. Uh, but I no, mean, do, don't you? Do you think that that's a valid? Yeah. No. So uh, I have a hard time with it because, on one hand, I think I think it's a it's it's an incredibly important lesson to to say we you know what we signed up to do this thing like you said you wanted to do it so we're gonna do it. Just suck it up. We're going to make this happen. On the other hand, I, I want to choose my battles as a parent, right? And okay. so I, I, 
I don't want to make her do something just for the sake of making her do it, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, because at the end of the day, it's just T-ball and, and I don't really care. It's, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's not that big of a deal, but, but on the other hand, it is kind of a big deal. So it seems like a great opportunity to teach her like follow through and right. Hey, come on, we're just going to do this. Right and... now it's T-ball next. It's homework. <laughs> then it's not going to a job. Then like she's pulling a Frizzell. <laughs> <laughs> doing a stint in the <laughs> she's robbing banks <laughs> yeah yeah so the I, slippery slippery just, slope well i'm not i'm not saying that it's a slippery slope like you don't finish t-ball and then you rob a bank yeah but what i'm saying is that this is the biggest thing in her life right now yeah is this t-ball this is a commitment i know that she wanted with, we signed up for it with e-list celebrities right exactly yeah. so <laughs> You don't understand. I've seen this guy's pool. We need to keep. Yeah. <laughs> you need to. We need to uh, get in there. We need you to be friends. We have be a friend two, this one specifically. Yeah, we have two more games <laughs> to get in there. We need to get an invite to the pool party. <laughs> they probably have some kind of spectacular 4th of July party. Yeah. We need to get in there. <laughs> you know, I was thinking, I was thinking we could, uh, I wanted to do some kind of like team uh celebration after the last game but it's just been so hot lately no you know, who it's has just, a pool it's been so hot like nobody has pools around here i mean who has pools we could Do buy a kiddie little... pool oh, yeah, we could get one of those slip and slides maybe and bust it out but oh no we hoses, live in everett because so. <laughs> i want to come to everett mm, yeah. <laughs> but um see how this could come i together. just think that this this is a good lesson i'm trying to channel the, my inner Rick Wise, who he never would have let me quit. It's your dad. Yeah. He probably would have made, well, if I w- if he would have paid for me to do yeah. sports or even kind <laughs> of cultivate that kind of situation at right. all. Um, he probably would have made me like run lines and write an apology letter mm-hmm. to the coaches <laughs> for not following through. Mm-hmm. Maybe pick up some garbage around the, the playing fields. So I just think. That there's two more games, she can play every inning, or she can yeah. not. Yeah. You don't get to just bat. She's not the designated hitter of our team. She's That's not true. Edgar Martinez. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, no, I don't think you're a jerk. Everyone weigh in on that. Yeah. I gotta. I have kids to, these days. Say no. Are too coddled. Yeah. Um, Christina. T minus three minutes and counting. Yes. Five. We have a very, very special edition of Space News. I don't know if it's that very, but there are 10. Oh, now I can't. I I feel like it's 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 10. There are 10. There are 10 space centers in the entire in all of the world. There are 10 NASA space centers. We went to one of them today. We did. Did you know that there was 10? If someone would have made me guess i would have thought five i thought there was 12 oh okay until that lady said 10 today (laughs) but uh yeah we went to stennis space center today which is where they tested the rockets where they tested the the jets or the rockets that were on the uh saturn 5 the engines that were on the saturn 5 that took us to the moon where they tested the engines that are on this that were on the space shuttle and where they're going to test the engines that are on the uh, Space Launch System, which is the rocket. Uh, it, it is going to be the most powerful rocket in the history of 
rockets, the space launch system, and it's what's going to take us to Mars. Um, and they're going to test those rockets at the same facility we went to today. So we went there and we got to see the pads where all of that was done. It was very mm-hmm. exciting. How it did was you feel actually. About it? I'll tell you what I thought about it. I want to know more about the situation of building this. They, they paid, basically they came in, 2,000 families lost their homes, lost in a way that meant they paid them probably yeah. over market value to leave. And this was, um, she said that they needed weather, land, and backing of, of like a senator that would help them get this through. And they had it. Yeah. Um, and oh, and near water and, and all this stuff. And I want to see that. That interests me. How did they go about kicking all these people out within a 200 s- square miles? I think you said. Yeah, they had to clear this massive because area. the sound of the rockets are, are so loud that they can, even now they can hear it. In other states, yeah, they said they said that when the when they were testing the Saturn V engines, they would sh- they would test all five of them at once because nothing to this scale had ever been done before in human history, mm-hmm. and so they had to test all five of them at once. And they they said that they could be heard from in Alabama, from uh, Mobile, Alabama to Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Yes. You could hear. The engines. And they have to be able to do it 24 hours a day because it's about cloud cover. So that's why they can't have people living in there because it would just wake them up or whatever. And I just, I want to know more about that situation (sighs) and how they would get the rockets there. They had to actually build a canal. They made a fake Panama canal. Yeah, because the rockets were so big. The motors that they were tinging were so big that they had to build a canal. Uh, with locks and everything just to get to, to transport the engines there. So I want to know more about that situation. Less than the rocket testing, but it was pretty cool to see. Because you show me these pictures all the time and I'm like, yeah, okay, cool. That's yeah. that. But to actually see how big it was was interesting. Yeah, when you got to see they had a solid rocket booster from the yeah. space shuttle, you got to see that. And so it's, I don't know. It was it was fun. The thing that I loved about it, and uh, they had a bunch of Orion um, stuff, I- exhibits, and s- some memorabilia and stuff there uh, at the Space Center because, like I said, Orion is the capsule that NASA's building that's going to take astronauts into deep space again, which is basically anything beyond low Earth orbit is considered deep space. And so, um, you know, to the moon, to Mars, whatever – it's, if they're going, it's going to happen in this Orion capsule, which they're testing right now. It just had its first actual test flight, I think, in January of this year where it actually went into space. It has another one in a couple of years, and hopefully they're going to start putting people on it shortly after that. So, um, But the engines that are going to take this thing up into space are all being tested at this place. And so this facility kind of has a connection with that with that. Uh, that or the Orion program, mm-hmm. and they had they had mission patches for all the Apollo, all the Gemini, all the Mercury missions. They had mission patches for all of the shuttle missions. They had this huge wall with all these mission patches, and then you know, so you know, uh, STS one all the way through like one fifteen or whatever, plus you know, 
18 or 17 Apollo missions. They had all of those. And then they have one patch for Orion, just Orion one. And it was kind of cool to look at that, you know, in juxtaposition to this huge wall of all of these previous great things that have been done and going to the moon and getting, you know, humans into space and all that stuff, realizing that like my daughter will be able to stand in that, you know, at some point she could go to that place and there'll be 30 or 40 of these Orion patches, like these Orion mission patches, like this, this stuff is going to happen in our lifetime. You know, like they said, I've heard it said that the, the first person to set foot on the, on Mars is alive today. Like that's, that's just a reality. This is stuff is going to happen, you know, hopefully in our lifetime, definitely in our kids' lifetime. So I just, I got kind of fired up reading about that. You didn't cry. I didn't cry. I'm about to cry right now, though. Really? (laughs) A little Uh bit, yeah. I'm getting a little... Let's talk about poofy. I'm getting a little emotion. Let's talk (laughs) about poofy. So afterward, we had rented a car for the day. So we, uh, Jeremy found out that there's this place called Biloxi, Mississippi, and it's about an hour away on the water. So we went there, and it's beautiful, white, sandy beaches for as far as I can see. I had no idea this this was actually a thing in Mississippi. It's gorgeous. What's the Gulf of Mexico? Yeah. And Water so we, we drove there and Jeremy kept saying, yeah, it's <laughs> really beautiful. And we were talking about how we wish we had prepared for, for going to the beach. And, and then he's like, but it seems a little weird that no one's in the water. All these beaches. And I thought, well, it is a Wednesday in the middle of the day. So that could be it. Um. So we got out of the car and we got in the water and it, it was brown, but who knows what that we've had a lot of weather around here. Um, big thunderstorms. Raining, yeah. yeah. Um, wind. So there's probably lots of runoff. Right. It could be anything. It could be anything. Um, and then we go into the store. What was that store called? Shark. Oh, Sharkies or something. Yeah. yeah. It was like a, I mean, it was the size of like a Costco. It's huge. But specifically just for junk. Uh, uh, just. Souvenirs. Souvenirs. Yeah, that's the word I'm looking for. And it's a hot pink building with like a 25 foot shark on the front of it. And um, (laughs) while Jeremy was Jeremying it up in the bathroom, Jeremy be Jeremy, Jeremy be Jeremy. um, I had a lot of time on my hands, and I (laughs) talked to the the uh, guy that works there, and I said, "Um, "How come no one's in the water?" And he said, oh, we have a bacteria advisory <laughs> and you're not allowed to go into the water. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. And so he just talked about how that's a bummer with Memorial Weekend coming up that no one can actually go in the water. And he said, if you really want to go to the beach, you have to go about an hour away and there's mm-hmm. no bacteria warning. So we get back in the car. I tell Jeremy we figured it out. And then as we're driving, I'm Googling it and it turned out a sewage treatment plant <laughs> had <laughs> broke. One of the lines mm. broke and it basically shut the beaches down for awesome. It's been An open amount of time. It, yeah. Since May 5th is when it busted open and it's been on and off for since then. <laughs> so, so there's some kind of like bacterial plume. Yes. Awesome. So that's cool that we went swimming. We didn't go swimming. <laughs> we like waded in. I know. The water but, touched my body. <laughs> well, our, just our feet. And so that's why I said we have poofy. But now I've like, I'm like mentally thinking, oh, my feet itch a little bit. I mean, maybe, <laughs> maybe I got the poo foot. Well, this is like, I mean, this is like my greatest fear 
manifested because there was no signs on the beach. There's yeah. no like signs that say don't go swimming here. There's no way of knowing. One of the things that freaks me out sometimes about traveling and stuff, there's these beautiful beaches and I really want to try and go swimming, but <laughs> nobody's swimming. So is it anyway? Yeah. Apparently it's because of the I pool. guess there's little flags every certain amount. Right. But how yeah. are we supposed to know what I those flags mean? I must have missed mean? that day in school right. where they explained what <laughs> that, color the And is it brown? Is. Yeah. yeah. Is it brown? This is like that hanky code. Right. No one knows again. what it actually means. Yeah. We did see a family as we were leaving going and swimming there. There's like five of them. <laughs> I wanted to go warm. Yeah. When the mother's uterus falls out of her body. <laughs> wow. Wow. Okay. I'm just saying from the poo. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. Let's, uh, let's take this plane in for a landing. Because you look like your plane of sleepiness yes. is about to <laughs> land. Yourself. Just like on a regular airplane, <laughs> as soon as I get on it, we'll see. Unless there's some big bang theory. So we have we have uh, a couple exciting announcements. One, I just want to say, tune in next week. <laughs> I don't know. If you're with us at this point, <laughs> chances are you'll probably be with us next week. And thank you for sticking this out. I know it's been, it's been an emotional time for all of us. Uh, but stay with us next week. We have a, an exciting – we have a new segment that we're going to roll out. Oh, we're bringing on this. a third. As it were, I'll leave it at that. Okay, I'll leave it at that. Uh, not not for the whole show, but for part of the show. It's gonna be a semi regular thing. I think you guys are gonna like it. I'm working on a little ditty for it. I basically my goal is eventually to just have ninety percent of this show be like uh, theme songs, theme songs, and like <laughs> intros to okay. segments and clips like that we it. do. I like it because it means less and less actually work and content that i've I definitely have. heard podcasts that are like that <laughs> yeah i think well I, and radio shows let's right. be honest i right. think that there's let's get some commercials too that we can just like cut to commercial and then talk about what we're going to talk about and then commercial and then yeah. talk about it for a second yeah but what i the uh, the uh, exciting announcement that i alluded to at the beginning of the show is actually we, we're kind of piggybacking on uh, your other podcast here but okay this uh this next week so the 30th, <laughs> the, the 30th, Saturday, the 30th of yes. May. And we'll put up a Facebook invite and everything because it will be, a, uh, it'll be on Facebook and we'll be sure to share links and everything. But your other podcast, so T TBTL, Too Beautiful to Live is this podcast. Christy's a huge fan of it. Christy has a podcast about that podcast. Mm -hmm. Too Beautiful to Live is having a, uh, a night at the Mariners game this Thursday. Um, Drew McFrizz, friend of the show, Drew McFrizz, is flying in for the game. Christy's going to be there. Bunch of people are going to be there. The hosts of that other show are going to be there. Um, and that following Saturday, the 30th, we're, there's going to be uh, an event in downtown Seattle. Uh, the 30th. What's the name of the bar that it's at? Patty Coins. It's at Patty Coins on the 30th. So save the date. We'll put out all the information about it. It's going to be in the evening of the 30th at Patio Coins, which is down on the waterfront, kind of at the north end of the waterfront. And it's going to be awesome. Like I said, friend of the show, Mike Frizzell is going to be here. Sister Mo, if you're a takedown listener, you know who that is. Christy's going to be there. We're all going to be there. It's going to be mm -hmm. a blast. We'll even let Jeremy talk. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so you should come out. Come out. Yeah. We're calling it a. 
Little Red Bandwagon, Nerd Out Loud, Takedown Podcast, Meetup. L-R-B-N-O-L-T-D-P. Yes. T-B-T-L. The acronym. R-S-V-P. Meetup. <laughs> All right, guys. Before Christy falls asleep. Yes, it's happening. We'll let you go. Do you have any last words? This week, we'll say, never wait for beignets. <laughs> and I'm sorry. Let your nerd flag fly.